This episode is sponsored by Realtor.com, who wants you to take advantage of your free profile on Realtor.com. By claiming and completing your free profile, adding a photo, and all of the information that puts you head and shoulders above the competition, you're on your way to receiving free leads, helping search engines find you, and staying top of mind with past clients. To learn more about claiming your free profile, go to realtor.com forward slash profile. Welcome to the Real View podcast, where Ohio realtors connect you to innovators and influencers, keeping you with the real view of real estate. Whether you're a broker, agent, first time home buyer, industry leader, or just happen to stumble upon our podcast today, you can expect to hear tips, tools, tricks, interesting information, and so much more from the experts in Ohio's real estate game. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to The Real View Podcast. I am your host, Allison. Joining me today, I would like to welcome our very special guest, Lydia Mihalik. She is Ohio's Director of Development, and she is here in person with me. It's so fun to do these in-person episodes. I don't do many of them because usually they're always over Zoom, so it's nice to be able to be seeing you in person. And welcome on to the show. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you so much for having me, and I would much rather do this in person. Yeah. And be on a computer screen. I'm totally over the Zoom culture. Yes. <laughs> Ask <laughs> my too. staff. They would tell you that. <laughs> yeah, no, super excited to be having you in person and be talking to you today about everything that's going on in Ohio when it comes to development and a little bit about you, too. I'm really excited to hear your story and your journey and, and your accomplishments and what you've done so far in your lifetime and in your career is really amazing. So really excited to, to hear more about that. So I guess maybe we should just start at the beginning. I want to hear a little bit about maybe you, your role for maybe people listening that aren't familiar, sure. um, what you do at the Department of Development and a little bit more about, about you and your role there. Sure. So I'm actually not originally from Ohio. I'm originally from Indiana. I came to Ohio to study at the University of Findlay, what seems like a really long time ago. Uh, and I had the pleasure of studying political science and playing uh, basketball for the University of Findlay and absolutely had a blast. Met my husband there, Drew, and I'm currently married with three children, JJ, Libby, and Delaney. And we live in Findlay now. Prior to uh, being asked to serve as the director of development for Governor DeWine, I was the mayor of Findlay, and it was like the job of a lifetime. Mm -hmm. uh, I was mayor for seven years and had a blast. Findlay is a, an amazing community in Northwest Ohio. They're, they have a long storied history of great economic and community development success, home of Marathon Petroleum Corporation, Cooper Tire, several other really successful small businesses, a thriving downtown and Main Street. I'm just excited to say that I was a part of a little bit of that. Mm -hmm. uh, and prior to that, I did community and economic development for the Hancock Regional Planning Commission and had a lot of fun learning the ins and outs of community planning, did a lot of grant writing as well really enjoying my job right now as the director of development in a time that, quite frankly, is unprecedented for Ohio under the leadership of Governor Mike DeWine. Yeah, which we're going to dive into, and I can't wait to hear about how it's unprecedented and what we have in store, what has happened so far, and what's to come. 
so much happening and I can't wait to hear more. But you touched on two things that I kind of want to talk to you a little bit more about. And one was your mayorship in Finley and becoming the first woman mayor um, in Finley to take on that role. You talked a little bit about just what that meant to you. But what was some of your biggest accomplishments and, and favorite moments of your time being there? And what did it mean to you to be the first woman elected into that position? Well, you know, first of all, uh, it's an exciting time to have an opportunity to serve. I enjoyed being a a part of that community and its success. As I said, Finley has a tremendous history, uh, particularly in community and economic development. They've had a lot of wins over the years, and it was just truly an honor to be able to be a part of their continued success. My second year going into my third year as mayor, We were selected as the number one micropolitan for new and expanding businesses by Site Selection Magazine. And we've continued actually to hold that ranking for the last almost seven or eight years. Really excited to be able to show that off. I mean, there are more than 570 some micropolitans in the country which are communities that are 50,000 people or less. So, you know, Finley's just a really special place. They're really proud to be a part of Ohio there. They got great people. The redevelopment of our main street uh, and downtown was something that I was really, really proud of. Also, we have a miracle field Mm. uh, on the north side of town uh, that I will say was the result of a public-private partnership that brought people together to help build a field where children and adults with all uh, sorts of abilities can come and play the game of baseball. Uh, America's pastime, right? Uh, And we're just so lucky to be able to have that home in Findlay and something that I really enjoyed having a leadership role in. So Findlay, again, a really special place, still home for, for our family and very proud to have had the chance to lead that community. And certainly having the opportunity to be the first woman to hold that post uh, was a real honor and a real opportunity to do some really cool and exciting things. And it's just a, a really neat time to have a chance to serve in leadership right now in Ohio. Yeah, no, that's that's amazing. So cool. I love hearing that. And um, congratulations on everything you accomplished there. Very, very cool. Yeah, cool thanks. stuff. Um, And you talked about, you know, what it meant to be the first woman. What is it like to be a woman in politics in this world that is so heavily dominated by men? What is it like as a woman in politics? You know, I would say there's a ton of opportunity to do incredible things. There are a lot of really complex issues right now facing our communities. Being a woman gives you the chance to bring a unique perspective and a voice. What I love about serving with Mike DeWine and John Husted is that there are many women who have a chance in leadership to provide that candor and that perspective on a daily basis, which I think only makes us stronger. I'm enjoying the chance to provide uh, that perspective. And quite frankly, having the chance as a former local elected official to be a part of this leadership team has been really great, I think, uh, for some of the policies that that we have deployed over the last four years. A lot of the projects that we've been able to bring to bear, a lot of the success Team Ohio has had, says a lot about the value that this governor and lieutenant governor have uh, around not only local perspectives, but also a woman's voice Mm -hmm. uh, in in a leadership role. So happy to be a part of the team and excited about what the future holds for us here in the state of Ohio. 
Absolutely. And if you're a woman listening to this and have any sort of itch or desire to pursue something in politics, do it, right? Would you say go for it? (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, You know, politics, leadership in general, I think that there's a tremendous opportunity out there for everyone to add their voice. So get out there. We need it. Diverse perspectives are really good. And there's a business case for that for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Do it, do it. (laughs) Hear it here first. So I want to talk a little bit more about you being chosen, handpicked by Governor DeWine to take on this role in the Department of Economic Development. What was that like? How did that work? And um, yeah, tell us about that experience. How cool, right? Yeah. Well, first of all, I'm a huge fan of both Mike DeWine and John Husted and have been as I've watched their careers over the years. Someone um, who is relatively new uh, to politics. I mean, I've only been in this for so long, but have watched from afar. Both of these men serve our great state in different capacities over the years and know that they're both in it for the right reasons, right? Mm-hmm. They're they're in it to do something, not necessarily be somebody, which I think is really, really important. After the governor won his first election, I was called and asked if I would have an interest in leading the Department of Development. I had a conversation with him about what that would entail because quite frankly, you know, I was a mayor. I was very happy where I was in my position and As I learned more about it, it was a really big job. Yeah. There are a lot of activities and responsibilities and roles that the director has as the leader of the agency. And I wanted to learn more about what that was. And I wanted to make sure that I was up uh, for the task. And so we had a good conversation about what his expectations were going to be. And at the end of the day, he asked me if I would be interested. And I said, yes, it's been great. And I've enjoyed it. It's been a great ride so far. We've had lots of chances to do some really great things. And his leadership and the leadership of Lieutenant Governor Husted have just been phenomenal. It's very inspiring. They move with a sense of urgency that I appreciate. I can't wait to see what's next in store for this great state and the people that live here. Oh, yeah. So excited to see to see what's next with Governor DeWine winning the election back in November. We get him in you to stick around, which is super exciting. (laughs) Right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Happy about that. Just further proof that you guys are doing amazing things and the people of Ohio appreciate it. That's very kind (laughs) of you. Thank you so much. Yeah. And you did mention one thing as you were just answering that last question about being new to politics. And it made me wonder, why did you decide to get into politics? And, and what was that urge like in, in that thought process as you decided to pursue that? As I was wrapping up my political science in college, you know, I thought I was going to go on to study law. My husband is actually an attorney. He went on to law school. But I got an internship in my junior year with the city of Findlay, actually, and got a, an opportunity to learn more about what happens at the local government level and just fell in love with it. Yeah. Uh, really enjoyed uh, having an impact at the local level. Had no idea, quite frankly, what was all involved in in just in the community and economic development space, what was happening just in the engineering department, uh, how public safety services were being deployed. All of those things were just absolutely fascinating to me. And so I fell in love with it and was lucky enough as I was getting ready to graduate in my senior year of college, Mayor Stozik asked me to stick on uh, and hang around, and he offered me a full-time job. That is really how I, I came to begin my career in public service, and then over time felt a real calling to be in leadership. 
And then eventually over several years, I decided that I was going to run for mayor. We were in a transition as a community, kind of coming out of our economic hard times there uh, in 2010 and 2011, and was blessed enough to have the opportunity to serve capacity as mayor of that amazing city. Yeah, very, very cool. I always love hearing people's thought processes and decisions that's led them to where they wanted to be. I always like to ask, was this always something you knew that you wanted to do? (laughs) Not at all. (laughs) Right? Just a tremendous opportunity guided over time uh, into this space, and I've never regretted it. It's always been amazing, the doors that have been opened uh, for me in this career, and I've been very, very happy that I've walked through them. So I want to talk a little bit about a hot topic and something that I know is on all of our realtors' minds, which is affordable housing. I know back in October, uh, there was $20 million awarded to communities for affordable housing from the Department of Development. Talk to us a little bit about affordable housing in Ohio, the importance of it, and then maybe any future plans that we have for that. Sure. The governor has been pretty clear that he is very focused on ensuring that all Ohioans uh, can live up to their full potential and be able to live uh, their version of the American dream right here. And a key component of being able to do that is obviously having a place to live, an affordable place to live, and you know, making sure that Ohioans can afford a place to, to live for their family. I think is certainly something that we're very, very focused on at development and and throughout uh, the cabinet as a whole. We also know that having access to safe and affordable housing is a key component of great economic development. Ohio has had a a tremendous amount of wins over the last several years, and we want to make sure that that continues on uh, for uh, the success and prosperity uh, of our state. But we know that the need and the demand is outpacing what we actually have available. We've got a few initiatives that we have been supporting over the last several years, a $20 million community housing improvement program initiative that really helps people with repairs and home ownership and those things that are really led by the local level uh, throughout the state. And we launched that program actually back in October. And we're really hoping that that helps contribute to increased quality of life and improvement of the economy in our local neighborhoods. All of the things that uh, I know your members uh, really want to see happen. And we want to be a great partners in that. We also do a lot of work uh, with the Ohio Housing Trust Fund significant amount of investment in that space. We administered, I think, just over $52 million in that fund to really help provide some much needed housing assistance to communities. We're doing housing repairs. We're helping to construct rental units, which we know is really important for those who maybe home ownership isn't for them or maybe they're not ready yet for home ownership. We're helping with homelessness prevention with that housing trust fund, helping with shelter operations and those things because there still are vulnerable populations in Ohio that are looking for that stability. And then, of course, we have been working very, very diligently with stakeholders and folks across the state on this housing report. There's no one that's more ready for this thing to come out than I, because we know that if we can help provide an overview of the current condition 
then we can all work together on solutions. Yeah. Uh, and it's just a really complex problem is what I will say that we have found. And we're really looking forward to working with our realtors and other partners to really help improve housing opportunities for everyone. Lots to come, lots of things that we have done, but excited about working uh, with your membership to do more together in the future. Yeah, so exciting. That's really great to hear, you know, the attention and um, just the time and effort that you all have put into this crazy topic that you said you mentioned <laughs> is so complex and, and is so many factors that go into affordable housing. But that's really reassuring to hear, you know, the attention and time that you brought to this problem and that you're actively, you know, working and trying a lot of different solutions to help remedy where we are. That's it's really great to hear. And I'm excited about this housing report, too. I can't yeah. wait. <laughs> I know. I know. So the all of the, what I would say, the meat of the report is complete, and there's been a lot of really hard work and a lot of time and effort put into its development. What I will say right now is that we're putting it into a format where everyone can consume it and it won't be just words on a page. And hopefully it'll be something that will, you know, it'll look good. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So excited about that and, and looking forward to its release very soon. This episode of The Real View is brought to you by the Ohio Association of Community Colleges. Ohio's network of community colleges provides accessible training that accommodates the busy lifestyles of aspiring real estate professionals at half the price of a traditional university. With convenient locations in every part of the state, as well as online options, Ohio's community colleges are your smart choice for pre-licensing education. For more details or to start the journey to a real estate career, Visit the education page at ohiorealtors.org and then click on the pre-licensed course locations. What role do you see realtors playing when it comes to development and what's ahead for Ohio? Wow. So first of all, having a partner, having a partner in life, quite frankly, one of life's biggest transactions is really, really important. And so obviously, as Ohio continues to see its incredible success, your members, realtors are incredibly important to that. We have had some amazing wins over the last year or so. Intel in Licking County, Honda and LG in Fayette County, Ford, big retooling effort up in Lorain County. A lot of projects that don't necessarily rise to that, quote, mega project status, mm -hmm. but they're still really amazing job creation projects, whether they're new companies to our state or expansion of existing businesses to our state, which, quite frankly, is really the most important component of economic development to any community. All of these projects create thousands of jobs and it will require a lot of people to come from outside of the state to fill those jobs. And they're going to need places to live. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> that means that your members are going to be really busy. Yeah. So we, we know that absolutely having that adequate supply of housing across the spectrum is really uh, important and it's an issue no matter where you live in the state uh, of Ohio. As we continue to see more and more job creation, it's just going to continue to strain that system even further. Realtors are really important because they're not only there on the buying mm -hmm. side of the deal, right? They're there on the selling side, which is really important because they're helping with the transaction. 
They're helping as educators in this deal because, gosh, this stuff is really complex. Yes. <laughs> I mean, you know, the whole issue around our housing strategy is complex, but just navigating a normal real estate transaction is really complex, which yeah. is why we rely on the professionals yes. uh, to, to make that happen. So housing in general is really foundational to building and maintaining our economy. And you're going to be right there every step of the way as we continue to move forward and we're excited about that partnership. Yeah, we are too. I mean, this, as you mentioned, so much opportunity for our realtors and, and their work and their business to really pick up with all of these new opportunities coming to the state. So yeah, we're going to be busy, but we're here and we're ready for it. That's um, great. Yeah. Can you share with us any new developments or anything that we should be excited about or anything that as realtors, you know, we should keep an eye on? And I know you just mentioned some really excited things. We're all still buzzing about Intel coming, you know, shortly. But is there anything else that us as realtors should keep our eye on or anything that you're really excited about and looking forward to? Yeah, well, not too long ago in the governor's inaugural address, uh, he said Ohio is on the move, which is really good news for all of us. We're experiencing unprecedented growth. Not only are existing businesses thriving, but we've got new businesses coming from the coasts, which is an exciting opportunity. Companies could have certainly have gone to other states, but they're coming to Ohio. And they're coming to Ohio because we've got lower taxes, we've got fewer and more rational regulations, we've got a very stable business climate, and something that all of us know very, very well, we've just got a really great quality of life. So there are just a lot of really great things happening here. Of course, you know, our biggest win uh, last year was Intel. $20 billion investment, the largest and most advanced semiconductor manufacturer facility on the planet. Wow. Uh, with the possibility that it could go up to $100 billion. So wow. we know that that's 3,000 jobs initially, 20,000 jobs affiliated with the project, you know, all of the things that come with a project of that magnitude, lots of suppliers. It's funny, when we first started talking about that project, we, we talked about how it's kind of like when Honda first uh, came to Ohio some 40 years ago. Everybody knows where Honda is there in Marysville, but then there are other things that are associated with Honda, lots of suppliers. I mean, there's a Honda supplier everywhere you look. That's what it's going to be like with Intel. Everywhere you look, there's going to be an Intel supplier. Really excited about that. But Ohio's economic success is not just limited to one project or two projects. You know, we've got the Ford project up there in Avon Lake. We've got Procter & Gamble in Lima investing $500 million up in Northwest Ohio. It truly is Ohio's time, as the governor uh, likes to say. We've been very, very busy with the tax credit authority every month uh, with thousands of jobs uh, on the agenda. I know our partners at Jobs Ohio are working incredibly hard. All of the project managers in the different regions are working incredibly hard. When I talked to them all at the last meeting in December of the year in 2022, I thanked them for their hard work because I know it's just been crazy. It's, it's a lot of effort on their part, but I know they do it for the right reasons, and that's to help build up our communities uh, in the state. All of those really big projects are exciting, and I know that your members love talking about those, but I know one of the things that your members absolutely love is small business. Yes. Because a lot of them are small business owners uh, themselves. Small business is our bread and butter yeah. at development. It's really what we prioritize. 
And we have small business development centers across the state. We've got our minority business assistance centers across the state. And every single one of them are seeing record number of clients. Oh, that's awesome. Um, And so we're really excited about it and what the future holds uh, for 2023. And we want all of them to be successful so that Ohio can can continue to be great. So exciting for what's happening. And and look, the forecast for 2023 is amazing. Is it? Yeah. Uh, going to ask, so, what's next after all of this? Is, is there, can there be more? You know? yeah, yeah. So what I would say is, as the governor has said, uh, we have unfinished business. We've got some things that we have to work on, but I think Ohio is just really well positioned and we're not resting on the success uh, that we had in 2022. We're hungry. We want to continue to fight and win for this great state. So excited about what's going to happen. Yeah, no, it's, it's going to be crazy. I can only imagine if this is our starting point, right? Where do we go from here? Is, is, I know. I don't know that we're going to have another $20 billion project, <laughs> but gosh, it would be great. Yeah. You never know, right? <laughs> no. So I want to know, how do you handle it all? You mentioned you were a wife, a mother of, of three little kids. You're managing this amazing department that's had so many successes. How do you do it all? And, and what keeps you motivated and keep going? And how do you find the time to do it all? <laughs> uh, well, you know, it's just like everybody else. I mean, look, there are working moms and dads everywhere. And there you figure out how to get it done. You just grind it out every day. And we all are working for a purpose that's greater than ourselves. And I think that's what motivates you. At the end of the day, uh, we want our Ohio to, to be great for our kids. And this is our time uh, to serve and to make the most of it. And so that's really what keeps me going. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, look, um, I'm not doing anything special, quite frankly. I mean, look, there are people who are doing the same thing. Great people on my team that are doing amazing things, that are juggling some of the same same things. And my kids are getting older, which is great. I can't imagine doing this with younger kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's funny. I talk to some of our, our people all the time about how they have young kids. And I'm like, oh, that's just normal. Young kids just do that. That's what they do. But no, I look, it's exciting. And um, I can't think of a better time to be in this position. And I'm really happy to have the opportunity to serve. Yeah. And we are so grateful yeah. to have you and <laughs> so appreciative of the work that you're doing for our great state. We can't wait to see what's next. We truly enjoy your partnership with us and Ohio Realtors. And we look forward to continuing that for many, many years to come. So This was so fantastic. Thank you so much for joining me today and for sharing all of the wonderful stuff going on. We can't wait. We are going to be tuned in to see what's next for Ohio, but we know it will be special with you and Lieutenant Husted and Governor DeWine at our wheel. We know you guys are going to bring some amazing things to the state and we can't wait to see. (laughs) That's great. Well, thank you so much for having me. Cheers to a great 2023. Yes. Cheers to that. And to all of our listeners for tuning in. Thank you guys so much for listening. We will talk to you next week. Thanks. Thank you for listening to The Real View. That wraps up today's episode. You can keep up with the latest on the podcast at ohiorealtors.org slash The Real View and on Apple or Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Have questions, comments, or suggestions? We want to hear from you. Email us at podcast at ohiorealtors.org. We'll see you next time.